here we go. Yo, we are live on the Beat People podcast. What up, Tyrone Black? And then Ken uh, is going to be joining at some point. He's probably like, I'll be right there. I just got a delivery. This is Beat People podcast, episode mm-hmm. 71. I got my man D still with me. What up, D? Yo, yo, yo. What up, man? Just, uh, you know, it's a rainy Saturday over here on the East Coast. Oh, no. I hate yeah, that. Yeah, man. It's good. That's what's I like it. Oh, you like the rain? Yeah, man. That means I can stay inside and make music. <laughs> no doubt. So, yo, I'm throwing this uh, this image up here. Uh, we are go. Oh, look, Ken comes in. Johnny come lately. Just enough to yeah. to make sure he makes an interest. Uh, so, and you know he's on when you hear the echo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my bad. <laughs> so, yo, this. Like I said, this Beat People podcast, episode 71. It's just going to be, you know, we've been doing a lot of real cool, focused sort of conversations and discussions. And, uh, you know, I guess that's an an addition to, you know, a different format from what we have typically done. So we'll bounce between those. We got a lot of more focused shows coming up. We got some really dope guests still to come. Uh, But this episode is going to be just a gear talk, you know, panel discussion about the NPC Live and K, the Moog Subharmonicon. Uh, then Behringer teased a couple things, the, the Monopoly clone and the jam. I don't know what to call that. But uh, and yeah, so we're going to talk about those things and anything else that comes up out of those conversations. So I feel like well, me and Ken are going to fight. Might you might. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I like I feel it in my bones. Like I'm like, I know we're going to fight about something on this show. So <laughs> no doubt. What's up, Ken? How you feeling, man? Muted as just muted. Yeah, he's muted. He's talking. Hey, sorry about that. I have a I have a new audio interface set up, and also I just got a delivery of Buffalo Wild Wings at the same time. So, oh my god! Like I just got a lot going on in my life right now. So, <laughs> just give me a couple couple seconds. And I'll I'll That's be all involved. Good. <laughs> Ali's like, fight! Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh. Oh yeah, thanks Masada. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, we just wanted to kind of do. Masada says, uh, "Love the the new focused episodes." Yeah, we got a lot more of those coming up. We got some Roland yeah. SP episodes coming up. We got uh, and then by the way, the Roland SP episodes. I'm I'm reaching out to my man Jay from Roland, but I also have uh. Mike Trans, Michael Trans, oh, yeah, 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 right, because he's gonna do the MV episode and the Roland SP episode. Yo, uh, I remember, I remember him doing the demos. The yeah, you know? right. Like, yeah, I remember him MV. doing the demos for that joint. Yeah, 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 and that's why you know he's been on the show. He's a friend of the show, so we're gonna have him on too as well. Um, but yo, I want to talk about this this MPC Live uh, MK2. Um, we, we've been talking about it a lot and is, I wonder what people out there think about it. Um, if y'all out there in the, in the feed sound off, I'm interested to to know what people think about the MK2 version with the speaker. And, you know, I like the idea of the CV. I think I'm kind of torn on the speaker. I think while it's a good idea, I wonder how much weight it adds. Masada might be able to chime in on that. Is it, is it considerably heavier or what? I have two. I have two things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody said it's heavy. Yeah. Oh, why not? Was saying it's that it's heavy. Yeah. So, 
you know me, Corey. Like, if it got a speaker, it needs a microphone. Oh, I didn't think of that. that <laughs> Why not? So that's, like that, that's, what, that's what would make it really live. Yeah, yeah, because I remember Sada did uh, like a day in a life episode with the NPC live and he had the mic on it. And I thought then actually I did think then he had the mic and I was like, it would be dope if it had a mic on it already. Um, just something that you could turn on and turn off. Well, the SP404 has a mic on it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And the uh, the the well, here's the here's the thing. We're going to get into that in a minute. But the OP1 as well yeah right well that's my argument i think it's i think it's uh if it had a mic it would be you know it would it would be in a fight with the op with the op1 yeah so that's the interesting thing i was so Asada, uh, masada says um i was hating on the speaker but now that i have it i love it it is heavy. It needs a mic. <laughs> he's, he's dead yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and why not? It's like, yo, SP has no speaker. And I'm like, yeah, you can't have everything on it. So, <laughs> But it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I know for me, um, I play a lot of instruments. So if something had like a microphone on it, mm -hmm. that would be super dope. So I could sample on the spot or I could be in a crowd of people and I could sample that crowd or I could be mm -hmm. at somebody else's house and just point my MPC at whatever yeah. whatever they're doing you know so for me that would and it, there like, would be there would be an immediacy to that that would be really dope too you know what i mean like you could go and sample any and everything and immediately put it on a pad <laughs> you know what i mean okay so uh some some people are mentioning that they don't understand the speaker right mm -hmm. they don't understand the speaker and can i can you guys uh in the chat would you answer this question for me? How many of you actually go outside with your gear? Because um, I know Ken does. I know I do sometimes. And it makes sense for us to have something where we can hear, you know, the, the content coming off of it. Even the pocket operators have speakers. Shitty as they may be, they got them. They got them. <laughs> right. You know, um, there's a lot of tricks of what you can do with speakers in order to get stuff to sound a certain way. Like imagine if you had one of those zoom recorders mm -hmm. and you were playing music off of the speaker and resampling back into the machine. Yeah. You know, that's a crazy idea, but there's, you know, there's stuff that you can do. And low game is um, like never, that would never ever work for me. <laughs> so, well, he, well, no, he said he never goes outside with his gear, but when I do, I use headphones. Yeah, of course. Well, I get that. It makes sense. Mm -hmm. But there's people that go to the park. There's people that, you know, you have a lot of these things, like especially here in New York City, where they're doing like these SP404 gatherings where people get together and just rock all these joints together. You know, it, it would make sense to have a uh, a speaker in, during one of those kind of situations. Yo, where's the noise coming from? Oh, that must be me. Yeah, I'm, I'm having all kinds of audio issues in here. Yeah, you look perplexed over there too, Ken. Yeah, like, you look like you look like, no <laughs> uh, like you, you worried about next month's rent or something. <laughs> oh man, this this yeah, like, yeah, the the Motu thing has been kind of on, and it, and it could be 
sound coming from my modular too. So like, I've just been having yeah, that's a lot that's... of. Uh, I got, I got a lot going on over here. Give me a second. <laughs> Okay, yeah, just just yeah, mute yourself though, because we ain't trying to hear that noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna share my screen so people that that have that you know we could show that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, here. Yeah, I so I like it. I want to get my hands on one first of all because I don't have a live. I have the X. Mm -hmm. So I definitely cannot go outside with that. Uh, well, I can if I was Ken, but, you know, I'm not going outside with the X. Um, it also has a lot of benefits uh, that the one doesn't. Well, it has a lot of benefits that the one does have because this joint got the um, it got the four CV gate out. That could be eight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's something that the force doesn't have. And a steel. What's up? Sorry to interrupt. Do I sound okay now? You're just a little yeah. low. You're just a little low, a little but low. Okay. yeah, but All but right, it sounds I'll, I'll way better. That, but yeah, I, I had to move a bunch of stuff around. Hopefully, there won't be much echo either. So let me. No, no, we're not getting any. Any? Yeah, it sounds right, much better I, than I, I just have my monitors turned really, really low right now. Um, but yeah, I've got. Yeah, why not? Yeah, people thought too. it was an armrest. Right, because in the pictures they made it look like that with the FCC joint. But like. An armrest, though? <laughs> well, a palm rest kind of deal? On an NPC. It's not like they haven't had them before. No, they of, co of course. Before. Of course they had them before, but it's just like... I don't know. That wouldn't be my first thought. Yeah, well, well, you know, I'll tell you this. And, and we were talking about this yesterday. I think my gripe with the speaker is one, I don't think I would use it much, but then at the end, then again, I could see... You know, there was there was times like, for instance, when we did Nam, we me, me and Ali and Mike Check and Ken and all yeah. of us was sharing a, a spot together. That kind of stuff would have been dope to be able to jam together because with me mm -hmm. and <laughs> me and Ali was practicing our sets on the sink and the, the countertop. <laughs> and we had to also include speakers up there so we could hear the whole thing. And um yeah, this that would have come in handy, right? But at the same time, and then they put a switch on the back of it, which is good. They put a, a, a switch on it so you could turn the speaker off. I think I think also the community aspect of it, mm -hmm. it's like it's encouraging people to make music together mm -hmm. and it's around true. other people. And you right. know what I'm saying? Like unfortunately, like the stigma of being like the lo-fi producer in your room by yourself with a cat and anime posters all over the place is, mm -hmm. you know, it's, you know, it's, it, it's something, but at the same time, it's very like, I just going to be alone and not really share this content with other people. Putting a speaker on something means like other people are going to hear it, you know? So it's kind yeah, of, that's a good way to encourage that. And I think that's dope. I can't front on that. I, I, feel, like, I feel like the speaker is the least thing to even care about about anything of this like whether it affects you one way or the other that's the least situation. no definitely like, yeah definitely my, my my thing about this is is look and this is where this is where steel and i are gonna have fun because steel always kind of yells at me and he's like oh i'm going to i'm ready i pick, I pick everything <laughs> apart right and, and fully admittedly so i pick everything apart and that's kind of what i do but here's the thing about it hey yo i'm gonna grab some coffee right quick things apart right. and that's during design 
right? Yeah. So the time to pick something apart is not, oh, well, I'm trying to use something and make music, and, oh, this is stopping me from making music or whatever. No, no, no. You, you, no, but I didn't bring that up with this, edges. though. I didn't bring that up with the NPC Live, though, because no, you know I, I have I my gripes with it, too. I understand, but but what I'm saying is, is um, so I just want to. I'm I'm trying to. I'm trying to pre You're trying to start a fight. You're trying to start a fight. You're trying to start a fight. Ugly. Oh yeah, you're it's trying to start to a fight, ugly. dog. So here's the thing, right? Um, yeah, there's a lot of workarounds. There's this. There's that. You can, you can use this thing and make amazing music. There's no doubt about it. I mm -hmm. I actually really like the current MPC platform. As far hey as Ken, does, turn the, turn your volume up a little bit. Is, what's that? Turn your volume up a little bit. Cause you don't have Check enough. Now. You don't. You don't How's have that? enough. Oh, that's way better. You don't have enough gain to yell at okay. me. Okay. So here's here's the thing. So my my issue with this is, all right, you have an MK2. You have an opportunity to change and um, fix and you know just betterify the live. Okay. Yeah. You just came out with the MPC one. Mm -hmm. Which has, in my opinion, a far superior form factor. Yeah, everybody um, likes a I square. Had a live and, I had a live, and, and I liked it, but there was a lot of things about it that just made me scratch my head. And, and I'm not even going to go down the path of the screen is on the wrong side. I'm not even going to talk about that because that's, you know, you could talk about personal wrong preference. Wrong side? Your preference might be wrong, wrong but the screen side, is Ken? on the wrong side. But, You're on the wrong side. Um, no, no, because you want to. Most people are predominantly right-handed. You're finger drumming on your right hand. You want to do filter effects and everything else with your left hand. First of all, so you're assuming everyone's finger drumming. Just wrong, and that's fine. Or they're you're, an evil left-handed bastard. You're a finger now, drum. <laughs> here's the, here's the thing. The shape of the live makes it really not fit into bags well. Um, it just makes it not. It, it's not very portable because of its shape and its layout. So the you're right. The one fixes that, and the one makes it. In my opinion, the one is is a much better layout as far as you know how how it's all laid out ergonomically. The button layout is quicker to use. Everything about it's better, aside from the fact that the pads are a little bit smaller, which that doesn't even really bother me like that. Um, you know. When I saw that they were doing the the MK2, I, I, all I could think is, man, I really, I really just wanted basically a slightly larger one, with you know with full size pads with the battery. I don't care if it has a speaker or not. You could put the speaker in there. I, I don't think it's a horrible idea. I just don't I don't care one way or the other because I have a Bose Soundlink Mini and most people have like a JBL speaker or whatever it is. Like they have some kind of Bluetooth monitor that also has an aux plug that you can plug into it, whatever. But for me, the the live, they essentially stacked a, a speaker right onto the front. It's pretty much the same dimensions plus, you know? Yeah. And to me, I just, I look at it, I'm like, wow, if you're going to change it, one, improve the things that people had gripes about, which would have been the button layout, right, to, to make accessing menus easier. No freaking tilt screen, bro. And that's that's the other thing is, like, why would you not give at least a little bit of angle to the screen? Because that's, like, the main thing that everybody irks about. Now, I can understand if, if that's going to add depth to the unit because, let's be honest, the live is already pretty deep. Like, it's a fat unit yeah. as far as depth is concerned. It's not like these things are slimline units like an iPad, you know? So, 
I can understand wanting to keep that down on that level, but I can't understand like the, the but, but, overall layout, not but, having the buttons and, and but Ken, here, of the one. Here's why that that I argue with that tilt screen thing, right? The buttons already give it that the knobs give it just give me the ability to tilt the screen that much up to yeah, where no, the no, knobs are. No, I totally are. agree. Totally it's, agree. Yeah, it's just like, yo, y'all give me no tilt. And in fact, that would probably, if you gave the, the, the edge of the screen like a lip, it would probably protect the knobs when you put it into a bag. Yes. You know? Man. So for me, it's like... Now I'm getting angry. Now we're going to fight for no from reason. From a sheer design standpoint, I look at it and I'm like, there's a lot of things about it that could have been changed. Now, I, I, I understand cost of manufacturing and R&D and they, they want to keep... A lot of things similar just so that, you know, because I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if the majority of the aspects of it are the same underneath. Yeah. But there are things that are different. Like there's a volume knob on top now. There are yep. a few extra buttons. So that tells me that there was R&D made there. So I just, yeah, man, I, I really feel like design-wise, it could have been a lot smarter. Also, um, because it's alive, I feel like there should have been more outputs. As far as audio outputs for routing stuff, like for instance, if I want to track out stuff live, I need more outputs. I need an, another stereo set of outputs or something on this joint. And I feel it's like it's got that what, uh, six outs on it, doesn't it? Or is it four? It's uh, six, right? Hold on, let me zoom in on that. Joint it's got right it's got the main stereo, and then two aux groups, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I would man, I would. I, I feel would like wanna... that's fine because if you need more than that. Then, then plug up to the computer. And really, let's let's all be real. What we really want is them to allow us to use a USB audio interface. Oh yeah, that's that was out there by mistake a while ago. It was out. It was out in the public because I seen I seen the videos on it. Um, but I don't you, know. Uh, uh, Low game makes a, a interesting point. He's like, "Well, it's called a live, wouldn't it be? That's indicative to it being played out live, right? Which means PA system." And my point is not necessarily uh, because if you think about what was the the rolling on a small new joints has a speaker on it. A couple things have speakers on, but I think things like that are meant for more intimate playing out. Like think almost electronic drum circle. <laughs> yeah, but 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 then how would you explain speakers on the pocket operators? How would you explain speakers on the Novation circuit? Mm -hmm. You know, Those are all, all collaborative things and potentially playing out. But I think I think maybe more intimate settings where it's more collaborative or you know just smaller smaller areas and stuff. No, no, I feel you. I feel you on that. I'm just. I think for me. Um, the speaker as a sound designer opens up a lot of possibilities of stuff for me that I could do with this machine, like just from the yeah. jump. Um, but, but I think differently. I'm not thinking, oh, I'm just making beats. I'm thinking like, well, yeah. I also listen as a sound designer. I disagree with the idea of having to have a mic on it. Like there are so many portable mics and small no, mics that course. you can just plug right into the back. Of course, but so I'm just like, saying to me, that that would just add costs without much value. Yeah, but it's also the vibe of the machine, right? It's the vibe of what the machine sounds like. So, for instance, I like the way the microphone on the OP1 sounds. 
when well, that's I'm cool, when but you can you can get those types of mics on Amazon for well, like of, of you course, know five dollars. But I don't want to spend an extra five dollars, Ken. Dude, you're already spending what twelve hundred dollars? Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying. But this is not for me. I'm 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 arguing. Plus, if you inbuilt the mic, you're you're probably gonna have issues where. You know, people are going to have feedback issues much easier and, and those sorts of issues. If you had a mic that you you can get, there's a little right angle mm. adapter mic that you can get that you can plug into the back, right? Oh, and it allows you to angle the mic. Though. Then you can yeah. angle it away from the speaker yeah, yeah. and whatnot. I don't know you if know, you have feedback yeah, issues. Yeah, feedback issues, bro. If you've got the speaker on and you're monitoring the mic, yeah, you could. Yeah, no, that's different, but I'm just saying. I'm talking about from an end user situation where you're dealing with tech support issues and end users are, need to read the manual. People are going to do that. That's it. I'm telling you. You're um, you're, you're an end user, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can, Listen, I can man, honestly I've, say. I've got so like, many uneaten chicken wings upstairs. I can't even come back to anything right now because all I'm Ken. thinking is, is like, okay, we're going to get through the show and I'm going to eat them chicken wings. <laughs> Yo, Ken's an <laughs> end user. Show and your, your kid going to be to eat them chicken wings and you're going to be steaming. I want to say shout out to my slow my slow frame rate camera right now too. Yo, I, Yo, I want to give a shout out to my man Marcus K in the chat and just uh, so everybody know that's that's my man. We go back to when we was like nine, ten years old. My best friend in the world, my brother. He taught me how to use an NPC. What up, Marcus? I seen you in the background of some video like a couple years ago with Corey. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, that's that Marcus dude. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Um. Also, man, you know what kind of upsets me a little bit? The fact that so, those four outs can actually be eight, and I wish I had that on my fours. This just makes me a little salty. You're talking about the CV. Yeah, yeah. that's real, yeah. yo, because I do, I've run up against that recently where, um, like, I'm like, damn, I wish I had more CV out on my fours. And then my man came through and and uh, showed me how to work the squid and gave me some once over mm -hmm. the squid. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to use the squid as kind of like to give me a few more voices out of the, the Euro rack and stuff. Um, but, Corey, this is why I still love my MPCX. There it is. Because, because I have the eight CV gate outs. They could be whatever I want them to be. And the Q-Link system on the MPC-X in conjunction with those eight CVGA outs is a match made in heaven. That's real. You know, maybe I'll start using those together at this point because that that the fact that I get all those CVs, I mean, like the CV gate outs and, and I can MIDI up the two, the, the force and the MPC-X, and then just kind of capture the stuff into the, the, uh, yeah. the X. Yeah, it, yeah. Or the, or the force, either way. Actually, you know, even though the force is like, you know, the new kid on the block, and it's it's an amazing, it's an amazing piece of gear. I have the MPCX set up next to my modular mm -hmm. because it just has way more CV gate. You know, I'm sampling more on my MPCX rather than my force. My force, I'm creating a lot of stuff on it on mm -hmm. my mpc i'm doing more sampling so it makes more sense with my uh modular setup yeah yeah i i want to say this man as far as talking about the cv stuff why is there no cv in that's what i want i want cv in i want to be able to do really wild really wild stuff like let me let me address sample 
start and end points and loop points with CV and, and do that kind of stuff. Um, well, first, you got to do that in the software by itself because I've been wanting yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the other <laughs> thing is like like a mod matrix inside the inside yeah. of an NPC alone would be would be brilliant, you know, to have to be able to modulate, you know, different things. Th these are things that to me, this is where my mindset goes between the NPC and the force is that the force is a little bit more thinking about the future in a way. Whereas mm -hmm. the the NPC is kind of holding down the the industry standard kind of you know sampler sequencer workflow, so I'm hoping that eventually with like the force you would see something where we can address things like sample start and end points and and loop points and all that and modulate them and and do things that you know there's other things out there that are ambitious in this way, yeah. That the NPC team has kind of shown that they don't really want to think that. In, in that kind of futuristic way. Like, that's I, not I personally feel like not even that they don't want to. I personally feel like they're not allowed to with that brand. And it, it's almost Well, that's what like, I'm saying is right? like they're, they're not allowing their own – they're not allowing their brand to evolve in, in its own direction anymore. They're so, they're so situated into this is this classic thing and it's mm -hmm. going to stay that classic thing and we're not going to break that. It's just going to stay as what it is. And in my personal opinion is that's what holds the NPC back these yeah. days. But that's where the force comes in because that's the force exactly is tied because to it, NPC it takes the baton it has, it, and runs further into like territories where the NPC is not necessarily allowed to go. And that's not good or bad on either end. Certainly not bad on the NPC end because I, I see the NPC sort of like uh, in general, I, I guess, you know the way a Harley is. A Harley is going to be a Harley, and they they they're gonna there's gonna be ways you could customize it. And there's gonna but there's certain things you just expect of a Harley that you may not get in some other you know newer crotch rocket sort of bike or even a newer cruiser by a different brand. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. I think I think modulation is the issue in, in all these joints. Like me and Ken talk about this all the time. We we have dreams about like. LFOs doing specific things in in these NPCs or us being able to build envelope followers so like the kick drum can you know so something can follow what the kick drum is doing or and not side mm -hmm. chaining we're talking about true envelope following and shaping yeah. and all these stuff these are the kind of things we want to see in these machines unfortunately there's two things that happen music culture determines music features a lot of time right so whoever whatever is popping musically is what gets implemented into a lot of these machines it's not truth all the time but a lot of times companies are influenced by what's popping that's why when trap is really big mm -hmm. all of a sudden you see trap sound packs and all these joints and when yeah know, yeah of course so so they, they, what you have to be driven in some degree to the trend right that's yeah so but here's the thing when you when you think in the future you're not following trends you're That's following true. something that you want it to be mm -hmm. creating the trend yeah basically. you're creating the trend in the future and that the huge problem is that all the companies are chasing the same thing and there's That's very true. there's sta there's standouts you got companies like asm where they came out with the hydrosynth mm -hmm. they're on some future shit. yep they totally like, went left. Like yeah, we're not even yeah. thinking about like borrowing, <laughs> like stuff. like like borrowing from the past format and stuff. But then saying, "Hey, this is what we would like to do with these classic things. We would like to take it another step." Mm -hmm. You know. So and, here's and, the 
Yeah, go 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 ahead, D. I don't want to cut. No, you no, off. I'm just yeah. saying like future thinking is something that I feel like as developers we need to do more. And I and I put us in that because Corey, you already know the kind of stuff we're doing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we gotta think in the future, like, yo, what would I be what I what do I want to be able to do? Exactly. And as a developer, I feel like that's part of the responsibility. Like why do stuff that's already there, right? Like you want to be able to say, I want to be able to do this and I can't, or I can do this, but I want to be able to do it easier, better, smarter, you know, whatever the, the case is. Like for, and, instance, like for instance, Corey, the Octa track, mm -hmm. difficult as it may be, it was thinking forward. Yeah, certainly. Absolutely. That's why it still, still stands still the test thing. of time. But still, it's still, you can it's agree still, or disagree with how they do certain things, it, but the, the actual functionality that's there has a lot of forward thinking. It's things. forward thinking, and also, Ken, the fact that it can be a mixer mm -hmm. <laughs> is crazy to me. Like, hold man, on, hold I on, hold on. I want to, I want to address this though. I'm to hold that thought because I want you to get into that. But I want to address this. this. Is why I got this up on screen. When we were talking about the NPCs are more classic, sort of traditional way of of. Uh, doing things and and uh, we had a couple people chime in. One was Masada and one is Logan, where he says, you know, the NPCs are nothing like the classics. The only thing that's a classic is the front panel. I, I, I disagree. Talk about the software and I, and I know where I'm Masada with is I'm coming with you, from. Steel. We we agree together. <clears throat> but the 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 thing for me is that okay, they've advanced, but yo, when you on an NPC, yo, think about it. Here's here's a funny thing. Do it. There yeah. should be a shirt that says NPC would do it across. That's so old school NPC. And there's so many things in the NPC that you still have to confirm before it takes the action that you told it to take already. And like, there's just a lot horrible, of stiffness. But it's, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of stiffness of that kind of stuff. to the way the NPC works. Like, for instance, uh, only being able to have seven sounds in a choke group on a 2000 XL, no one, nobody in hell wants that joint. No, no one oh, wants that. We had this now. conversation the other day. No, like no <laughs> one, wa no one wants to be only to have seven sounds in a choke group. Well, my <laughs> MPC X, like my my MPC X can choke every sound that it wants, like every sound. Like well, there, there's there's other things that that, that are there too. That it, I mean, it comes down to things like underlying engine stuff like swing and you know just just sequencer mentality things and the way the sampler works that kind of stuff now there's been a lot of progress we're not saying that there hasn't been modern mm -hmm. progress in npcs been, that's not what we're saying a, a, a at all ton of progress but, with the npc but there's been a lot of pushback when forward thinking ideas have have been brought to the table and they're worried that you know it, in a way it alienates the classic user exactly the, the, the and you know legacy and they're free to change their minds and and I believe, you know, I believe Masada when he says that thing. And, and there's also a lot of things that, you know, we're all privy to that we're not going to speak about on the show. But at mm -hmm. the same time that they might be pushing things forward, there's also a limit to how far they push things forward that a lot of the times we're kind of like, you could do, you could do a, a huge leap to a whole nother country but you know, if you go to the next block, we're at least a little bit happy. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, Ken, I think me and you probably disagree on the whole concept of legacy users, right? I'm just Not like, really. Wait, because well, my whole concept, because you know me, I'm young bull. You know, I'm like, yo, legacy users ain't gonna be here. 
<laughs> for that's ridiculous. You want some Brexit stuff? Well, why First you off, I hate you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey man, like, hey, legacy users is cool, but they got like ten years left, so we got, like, we, we got, we got to move forward from that. You know, what I'm <laughs> like, get rid of legacy users. <laughs> I hate you. Oh, no, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just joking. I'm hey, just joking. Hey, um, real quick, just to kind of segue while we're talking about legacy users, can I can I open this? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. That would be dope. We, I, I, got, I really should have had my better camera set up. Um, I could turn it on. No, so Ken. Don't don't camera. introduce any other variable that's going to make a technology yeah. <laughs> work. Yeah, no so, doubt. <laughs> so we could talk about legacy <laughs> stuff, right? <laughs> And I got this thing that's kind of exactly that. Like we're talking exactly that, right? Yeah, definitely. I haven't yeah. opened this. Hey guys, we're, do, we're so, doing it. Also, Ken, you're lifting that pretty easily. That uh, means the weight of that thing must not be. It's uh, it, it feels chunky already, but chunky feel. Now, now keep in mind, this is you know, this is not not a finished thing that I'm opening. Oh my god, this thing yeah, is that, like that's mad tape though. <laughs> All right, let me see if we can. Uh, here, I'll angle my camera a little bit. Let's see if I can't get some, some light. All right. Too. You've seen me, it um, live. Let me on turn on my lights a little bit more. YouTube. I love how we're like we're we're all rocking like definitively like definitively solid colored shirts. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> all right, so here we go. Alright. Oh my god. This box isn't gonna be. Oh, okay. Yo, Corey's over here doing the sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Wow. Um, <laughs> so this is not on the agenda, ladies and gentlemen, but I think this is a dope thing. There it is. It's upside down. Air. It's upside down. Oh man. I'm Ken. gonna put the camera on Ken. Let's see what Ken's unveiling. <laughs> Ken's unveiling his Arms that need a tan. Don't. don't. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. That's twenty four hundred. Now put so, that back in the box and send it to. I'll, I'll take my address. <laughs> Yo, that looks. So this is uh, just to be very clear. Um, this is this is one of only. Um, we think. Four. Five. That's five. I think okay, there's okay. five of these out there right now. Um, only two of them are not developers. So, mm -hmm. uh, and this is one of them. So, I wonder where the other one. Yeah. Is. Yeah. This this is it, and it is it is heavy, man. It's it feels it feels about like it feels heavy like a 2000 XL. Okay. Um, but Shoot. it doesn't. Feel, it must be lighter than what I feel thought. hollow. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel hollow and shaky like a 2000 XL. Like you know how you could tap on a 2000 XL and it feels like there's like nothing under the sheet metal yeah. except some like rattly plastic. Mhm. Mm it doesn't feel like that. Like here, I'll, I'll and tap some on that. and somehow it doesn't resonate like the rhythm. Dude. Don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah, the buttons listen to the buttons. Hold on. What is with my camera? Hold on. Yo, your God camera's damn. ashy. I am so not like in a in a good way today. Yo, put some lotion on your camera. 
Right? <laughs> so, something is just not cool today. <laughs> all right, so uh, watch watch my camera get all janky. But yeah, so like if I tap the the plastic buttons for the um for the numbers. Okay. These feel nice, actually. These feel really nice. I'm not even gonna lie. Those things feel dead on. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, this is um, one of the things that I'll be doing today. Can, is, can you do um, me a favor? Can you do me a favor real quick? Do you have a quarter inch next to you? And can you just plug something into one of the jacks and take it out? Let me know what the oh yeah the, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, hold sure. of resistance. Yeah. Let's let's feel that chunk. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> All right, <hang> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you handle your own chunk, Ken. <laughs> Dude, I like the casing a lot. It's definitely sharp looking. It looks the 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 side panels look great. Yeah, just just to give people another look at it. Ken, actually, that looks kind of like hydrosynth panel side, right? Is it the same color? Um, no. So the hydrosynth has like um, he, he wouldn't like, be able to compare it for you because he only got all like. He got early seven. prototype joints. Yeah. It's like a million of them in there, but they're probably not the color of production. <laughs> yeah, he got seven. No, no, he no. Got... They are actually. I do have. I do have uh, two oh, have hydrosynths that, that are really, really close to production. Um, okay, cool. But the so the hydrosynth has like little flex in the paint. Um, okay. This doesn't okay, really you, have flex you. in the paint. It's more like a flat black. Um, so let me. Let no, me but do the side. You want the, the, the mic down? Cheeks. You want the mic down by it? No, no, I just, it's cool. I just, I, I just trust your opinion on like what the. Well, I'm gonna put the mic the... down by it. I don't care. So <laughs> you want to hear the click? You want to hear that? Oh, click, okay. Click, click. That's nice. Yeah. That is good. That's good. Tension. It feels good. It feels good. And there is um no granted this is all prototype so I can't I can't say like okay yeah the 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 final version is gonna have this exact jack or whatever on it um it sounds like from from i would assume that it will like i don't think that these jacks are going to change at all but the point that i'm getting at is coming through the panel um you have threads uh i'm trying to angle it so that the camera can see it well enough um it it sticks through enough for threads so if you wanted to put um securing nuts on on the side here you could do that too okay cool 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 um, there's definitely enough room to do that, which is good. Um, it's got a really chunky power connector on here, man. Um, let's see if I can get this set. You can see it. Hold on. Okay. Oh, that's dope. Whoa. And, it, and it's got fusible link right there. And you got, oh, yeah, um, uh, you got the, the panel has been corrected to say S2400 now too, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Go. This is the S2400. <laughs> Really dope. That's you really, USB, really dope. USB host and SD card. Clock in and out. MIDI. Yeah. Now, Ken, now I'm going to have to change the image for this episode. Yeah, yo. We're going to have to change that. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was really worried because uh, my, my tracking said that it wasn't, that all of a sudden it got delayed and that it wasn't going to be here today. And my face, went, went, man, it, it was it was a bad situation when I saw that my, my tracking had been delayed. But apparently it showed up, so I'm pretty happy about that. It showed up like just before the show. So 
And it's it does have a, a headphone jack. quarter inch quarter inch headphone jack is on the front as well. Beautiful. Um, yeah, man. So th- I mean, there's a lot for me to dig into on this thing because you know that's that's why I have it is to to find find the problems and get them corrected before it becomes production. Hey, so. hey, Ken, is it just uh is it just quarter uh quarter inch headphone jack or is there an eighth inch too? Yes. No, okay. just quarter inch. And let me let me just show you guys my desk real quick. Oh, uh, no, don't. Just don't focus on the mess, because admittedly, my desk is a mess for for two reasons. One, because I'm messy, and two, because <laughs> I literally just changed my whole entire audio interface setup. So, yeah. like, my desk is a freaking hot mess right now. But I want to show you how it sits on the desk. Like, just just sitting here so you guys have an idea of what I got going on. Ken got a dead body in his room. Oh, Masada, he don't know how the sound quality is personally just yet. He, um... That's literally him unboxing it for the first time right now. He just yeah. like the mailman just dropped that boy off in his hands. But that's kind of uh, why he was late, uh, low key. <laughs> yeah, but um, Brad, uh, I think two days ago did a twenty-minute demo. Oh of, yeah, yeah. Of the sequencer and the sound quality, so it's mm-hmm. it's up on on the Isla Instruments Dope. Uh, site. Nice. So, yeah, it's just sitting here on my desk. That joint right is chunky, yo. That's that's a substantial machine. Yeah, that joint fire. And, but you know what? It's chunky, but it doesn't feel like ugly big. So I had the Tempest sitting here earlier, and um, hold on, let me let me move my mic so you guys can hear me a little bit. So I had my Tempest sitting here earlier. God, this camera has like, <sighs> hold on. I'm not having that. <laughs> Hold on. Ken, okay, Ken, we gonna come back to to that Ken, when you Kenny some cocoa butter together. on his <laughs> some cocoa butter on his uh camera. Just ashy in a mug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I wanted to say so so just to go back to what we were talking about. We're gonna get back to the S twenty four hundred in a second, but. Inky says, actually, there's one log force user uh, or owner here that doesn't like the tilt. I make music standing up. Yeah, that's oh, valid. No, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's nice to have the option if you want it. Exactly. Yo, I, I'm here laughing because Ken's footage over there looking like Cloverfield. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over the place. It's like somebody wrestling the camera. <laughs> like Blair Witch Project over there in Ken's studio. No doubt. Yo, that's wild. You know, the tilt, here's the reason why the tilt screen is important because, like, you don't want to spend like mad money on stands. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, just give me a tilt screen so I don't have to go spend mad. If if y'all made a stand, Akai for the force, uh, yeah, make some accessories. Because um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, um, I literally worked with like so 3D 3D stands. Mm-hmm. They make a stand for the force, and I remember thinking like, damn, the force don't have a tilt screen. And then I reached out to the dudes like, yo, you gonna make four stands? And he's like, nobody's asked me that. Uh, you got one? I said, yeah. And and it was really early, obviously, with these things coming out. So what I did is I worked with him on the measurements and all that. He shipped me. Uh, we went through like two or three rounds before we got it just perfect. And this stand is dope, but obviously it was a $50 stand. And that's the kind of thing it's like, so now you got to spend $50 on a stand. And you know what I mean? If it's not a tilt screen, it'd be nice to just have that already there like the the x is perfect that you could have yeah. it flat or tilt it in in many different sort of angles or whatever degrees of angle yeah man or or i wish there was like some sort of option where like 
man, that USB was a little more powerful. So like if I wanted to plug my iPad into the USB and use that as a display or whatever, you know, like there's a bunch of crazy ideas that I always have in my head that mm -hmm. I'm just like, because remember the old NPCs, you can modify a lot of the screens. Yeah. Especially, especially that 2500 and that 1000. Yeah. Yeah. They had them big joints that you could you could uh, put in place of them. I think people would probably. Well, yeah. In this case, that's that joint is built in like, I don't know. I think that would be too much to be trying to do on this joint. But who knows? <clears throat> I'm looking at the at the force with that. But um, yeah, uh, Masada. <laughs> Chen is going through it. So Masada, you asked when's it shipping? It actually was scheduled to ship at the at, at the end of January, but there was some delays, and I think there's probably was some delays with with uh, not just development, but maybe parts. But what I love about it is that he's been keeping everybody updated as the weeks have gone on. But it's scheduled to ship here soon, probably Q two yeah. sometime. Hey, Kovisha got in the way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, no doubt. COVID came through like, ain't nobody doing nothing. Oh, yo, Logan, um, you just mentioned the VGA out for the MPC 3000. I need to get that. Like, that's that's something that I've been, when I get my 3000, I need to get that VGA out. But what's it look like on the screen, though? Is I don't know what it looks like. I want to find out. Logan, send us an image if you know what yeah, it looks like. Yeah, send us, send us a, v, a VGA pic. And I'm, yeah. and I'm and I'm really I'm saying send us a VGA pick. Don't sell us anything else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Atari. <laughs> That's actually pretty cool, though. I, yeah. I would I'll be interested in to seeing that. Oh. <laughs> oh, so Corey, let's talk about um. Yeah, uh, uh, let's talk about the subharmonicon while Ken is yes, the subharmonicon. And um, yeah, looking at it a million times over here. And yes, I did just get the 2000 XL. I'm getting my muscle memory back from when I used to have it back in the day. Um, I'm just annoyed at certain things now that I can't do on the 2000 XL after 10 years of not having it. So it's 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 a dope sounding machine though man it's has a vibe yeah um and i got i got actually got my my parts from mpc stuff on the way so that i could you know refurbish my mpc 2000 so i can't wait to use it i've been sampling drums out of it and yo the punch on them joints mm -hmm. like that's something you don't think about like when it comes to the mpc 2000 excel People don't talk about the sound of it because we'll talk about the older machine sounds, but that thing has a sound. And at the very least, it has it, it gives things punch. It punches things up a bit. Well, it's the it's the whole concept of like summing. Mm -hmm. you should be there. <laughs> Yo, Ken is over there. Ken Wilder. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. Oh man, my mic wasn't muted, huh? Yeah. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm irritated, man, because like, yo, my whole setup is just like falling to pieces. Yo, it's mad on, funny, man. yo. No, like, He's like, complaining at himself. Yo, so for me, like the MPC, like, there's two things that I like about it. I like the way it sounds just out the stereo out, right? Mm -hmm. But then I also like the way it sounds 
being tracked through a console with the eight outs because yeah. there's a there's a bunch of different options just and there's many different vibes it's mm-hmm. almost like i tell people um listen to the dilla 2002 through through 2004 05 era where mm-hmm. he was making beats with uh I think it was the 2000 XL and he had the micro cork. Yeah. Yeah. So when you think about that era, the beats sound a certain way. Yep. It has true. a certain vibe. It has a vibe. Yep. But then but then you listen to Marco Polo do beats and his beats have a certain vibe. They have a certain texture to them. And mm-hmm. all that has to do with like how you're exporting your stuff from it. You know, there's many different combinations of how, you know, people were like tracking their stuff out or Man, I, I just I'm just fascinated with just capturing that sound. Um, and then too, I think too, like that that is there's one thing about and I know people had tricks where they would have the eight outs and they would be going through a different compressor or or something on, on each of the eight outs. I remember somebody was like, yo, I had eight of these particular compressors in the rack and I would run everything through it, or if they weren't fortunate enough to have a board that, you know, had the mojo or whatever it might be. But there's a lot of different stuff like that. Yo, I used to and use my. Tape. So you mentioned that I used to use my old 2000 XL together with the OG Presonus APC88. Mm. It was an eight-channel gate and compressor. Dope. And it was super dope. Through oh, ready through a Behringer Eurorack console. Mm. <laughs> like one of those like pirated like Mackie consoles yeah, 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 no back doubt. in the day. Like, bro, that's how I was tracking out my um my mpc also man bro my ipad and my mpc 2000 xl is probably one of the dopest combinations because i don't have to have crates of records anymore i could just mm-hmm. open up a youtube page that's has mad like turkish rock records and just go to town like yo i, I gotta i gotta fun, i gotta pull, throw this up there my man uh blue buddha beat said pre daw mpcs don't be fooled by the new ipad with buttons I could, I could, so, so I'll take that tongue in cheek though, but it, it is funny because I know that's what a lot of people think of the new uh, NPCs with the big screens yeah. and that their iPads with buttons that, that they don't have character, but they sound pristine though. That's the thing. I think no, that's, that's fine about that. But here's the thing. Uh, workflow is what causes people to make music in a certain way. Thing mm-hmm. about iPads is there's no buttons on it. So everyone yeah. has the exact same input on there they're inputting information the exact same way via touchscreen mm-hmm. when when you have the mpc people have different ways of using the mpc i know guys that just do audio they don't even mess with midi yeah they're just sampling yeah. loops there's you know so for me it's like having dedicated buttons and workflow causes people to uh find their own rhythm and vibe on the stuff mm-hmm. it's not like you know pinch to zoom yeah can you know, give, give somebody a different result but yep. this is me and my man mark is but like he, he's basically saying like yo when the mpc 2k and xl came out we were saying how clean and pristine it sound crisp compared to like the 3000s the sp 1200s and, and mirage 60s, and all that stuff you yeah. know all of them joints that sounded real because it was a 16-bit joint and like and that's why i think in my mind i never think of the character of the of the two K in the XL, but the fact is, when I put that joint on the table next to my force and heard the punch coming out of it, I immediately had to resample the drums 
into the force actually until I at least refurbish it. But yeah, it definitely has like there's a punch in that joint that is special. <laughs> to, me, to, to me, my MPCX sounds just like my audio interface, and that's mm -hmm. kind of why I like using it to make a lot I of agree modern that. stuff that I do because yep. it's it's just very transparent. Um, but I'll only say that until I hear something with a better converter and better transparency. So I'm not, you know, I could only. That's say that one right thing now. I can honestly say about Akai with these newer NPCs. They really took that whole uh, the audio interface to another level. Uh, these joints sound really good, and they 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 put some mojo in those joints, probably more so than we'll ever know, because I don't think that's something that they're necessarily concentrating on making a big sort of like uh, selling point, <clears throat> even though it really is. Yo, you know what has one of the craziest uh, converters in sound quality, and a lot of not a lot of people talk about it. The Digitech. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yo, the way samples sound in the digitac is one of the most cleanest sounding like pieces of gear that i've ever ever used and Dope. i like it for for like sending stuff to the mpc um 2000 xl from the digitac resampling doing all that crazy stuff yo it's really fire man we, we we're in a day we live in a day where we have no excuse to make bad music like, so much dope gear where your your freaking phone is like incredible <laughs> for making music. Uh, Hold on. Okay, I'm about to I'm about to show this. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna share my screen. We're gonna see the VGA stuff right now. Okay. Uh, let's uh, kill that for now. Then I'm gonna share this other one. Yo, tell me how Ken disappeared. Yeah, he straight. He straight went. <laughs> he gone. <laughs> Can't go, can't go show up on screen like you know them terrorist videos where they catch get somebody hostage and take the, the thing off his head. Like yeah, yeah. my name is Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dope. Okay, so it's it's gonna come up. You'll see. So they're showing the regular screen right now. Mm -hmm. Now they're gonna pan up. I'm not mad at that. That's actually pretty dope. Yeah, I'm not mad at that at all. Dang, that's pretty dope. Because I'm old and my eyes don't do what they did at 20. Yeah, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. All right, Logan. I'm gonna have to appreciate you, Logan. I'm gonna have to get that VGA out for the three thousand. For the three for the three thousand. Wow. Yeah. Oh man. So yo, okay, should, yo. Should, should we text Ken to make sure he's okay? Like now I think he he probably upstairs eating them damn chicken wings. Right. I'm, about to, <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to share the screen. We're gonna talk about the sub harmonicon. Dope, dope, dope. Uh let's see. Oh, Isla Instruments came. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what up? Boom. Ken just did an unboxing on the air and then he disappeared. I, I suspect, you know, uh, S2400 and chicken wings in the house at the same time. The show takes the third place of all of that. Yes. Yeah. And happy birthday to Bob Moog. Yes. I want to say while we about to talk about Moog and happy birthday to Bob Moog, I want to also remind everybody that along with our uh, focused shows and guest spots that we're doing um, June 6th. We're going to have Michelle Moog, 
Bob yeah. Moog's daughter and the executive director of the Bob Moog Foundation. That's yep. all one person. We're going to have her on the show, and it's going to be dope to talk to her about the Moogsium and uh, the Bob Moog Foundation and just the Moog legacy and the Moog documentary and stuff. So, yeah, that's going to be, I'm going to be excited. I have mad questions for her. So, I'm yeah, gonna, that's, that's going to really be, I think it's going to be really fun. She's so humble and down to earth, man. I think it's going to be a good time. But, yo, this subharmonicon, though. Um, mm -hmm. a lot of people were probably surprised to see this joint come out, but then maybe not because every time he, here's how Moog's cycle goes, they'll have their Moog Fest, and then they'll they'll have like you know Moog Fest costs whatever the tickets are a hundred dollars or whatever to get in, but then they'll have the uh, VIP engineers workshop entrance. You pay like a thousand dollars and you get to sit in on a workshop and you build a synth. The synth is every single time it's not on the market yet. Uh, there's and and typically, this that what they're saying is like, we don't know if this is ever gonna come to market, so you're building something that you know nobody will have. And uh, nah, the they, last, they, they was gonna come out with that, you know, they was gonna you know, that, yeah, but it's part of the marketing line that they like, we we you know, this is exclusive, spend that thousand dollars to get yeah. in here. <laughs> right this is 10 times it's like the the engineers vip ticket is like 10 times more I think, than i think it was like 15 i think it was like 15 to get in for the vip yeah and yeah. you walk out with that ill denim jacket that's spray yeah, painted you like the, the fat boys <laughs> that's right and a synth under your arm yeah and yo. uh so it's pretty dope so yeah somebody was saying two years ago they talked about uh this so they built the sub harmonicon and that one was different it was a lot more knobs and switches um well, not a lot more knobs, it was fewer knobs, but it was more switches where this one has buttons. And they finally decided to drop this one. And it was like a year or two, two years later, really, I think, uh, from when the original one was built at Moogfest. And I can't front. I'm not mad at them because I've been looking at demos and listening to demos and the joint sounds really nice. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of cool features on it, too. I, I like the subharmonicon. I think it's really cool. And here's what I like about it. I feel like I, I would get more bang for my buck out of this being in my rack. Also, the construction quality of this looks way better than the other ones. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I, agree. I feel I feel like the pots are a little bit different. And now we have dedicated buttons for a lot of stuff here. Yeah, and the buttons are nice. It's like they, they took their learnings from the D fam and the mother 32 and really stepped up their game a little bit, uh, quite a bit with this one. Well, here's the thing, Corey, this reminds me of something else that I don't think we've ever talked about. What's that? Y you remember that Euro rack module that they teased at the, around the same time? I think it was like a delay. Mm, no, I don't remember that. It was during, it was, it was around the time of like mother 32, mm brother from another mother uh which uh why not said it didn't come out yet isn't that what the d fam is or was it different i know they had a b fam we remember we discovered that just a couple weeks ago because we were like arguing with ken there was no there was no b fam it's d fam and we looked it up and it was b fam um so i'm not surprised you know the cool thing is is I, i've been looking at this and i'm like oh so this two vcos and that, that you know and it's two sequencers and it's like two of everything in one um B fam is different. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is what's gonna be dope about this. And <clears throat> the plan is I had a conversation with some folks at Moog and they were 
planning to send this to me, but it's funny. I think they forgot about me. They were like, hey, you didn't get a, a, a sub harmonicon? And I was like, uh, no. And they were like, all right, we got you. So what my plan is, is going to be one of these situations. Where does it go? Are you going to get the three-tier joint? Yeah, the three-tier joint. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I want to do. But but I kind of want to do it where I got the D, the two a DFAM and two Mother 32s in the subharmonic on it. Here's why I want two mm. Mother 32s. Because I want to be able to program chords mm-hmm. with the Mother 32 and kind of leave the subharmonic on for like all the other special sauce. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Because I'm actually kind of surprised at the 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 kind of palette of sounds that you can get out of the subharmonicon um i've watched a variety of different uh um, demonstrations and i'm like wow everybody's using this a little bit different and everybody has a little bit sort of secret sauce some people using it with different effects and different stuff but it's actually uh pretty dope i can't wait to get my hands on it um that's gonna be fun it's gonna be really fun yeah, marbles and maths into the mother thirty-two is fire. Oh, Word. shout out, shout out to Travarsi in the chat. Yo, oh yeah, Travarsi, your video with that was real dope too. Yeah, video yo, with the stuff was really, really was dope. dope. So if y'all get a chance, uh, check out check out our sis uh, Travarsi. She is the the on air personality for Perfect Circuit. So all of the recent demos that you that you see of all the different scents and stuff and certainly that sub harmonicon demo that's our girl Travarsi and she's killing Poi, it over at Poifix Soikit. <laughs> no doubt. Hold on, let me see. By the way, she has one of the coolest one of the coolest like Eurorat cases I ever seen. Yeah she does. I'm so jealous. <clears throat> I'ma get me one of them curry cases. I'm telling you right now, Travarsi, stop playing. Look, somebody said flux on them chicken wings. <laughs> yeah, he, he got he got hot sauce all over his fingers right now. That's why he can't get back on the chat. That's, that's right. That's right. And yo, I want to I want to get on the I mean, yo, we're going to I feel like Subharmonicon is going to find its way into a lot of the crew's music. I just kind of feel that way even if it's not right away at some point, a lot of people in the crew probably is going to have that pass through. Um, but Here's another thing. Oh, is Ken coming back? <laughs> I'm going to add him to the screen. There he goes. Hey, Ken, uh, shut your speakers off, man. Come on. <laughs> Ken don't like headphones. Headphones give me gas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yeah, everybody's like the Ken's... Uh, Chen's S2400 probably got hot sauce on the pads now. Yeah, that first he pad. Still ain't ready. That first pad looking kind of hey, sticky. Can you guys hear me at all? Yeah, yeah now <laughs> yeah. we can. Yeah, we can. I, yeah, I don't know what the hell is going on here, man. My whole setup is, is hot trash right now. King got, got $90 million worth of audio equipment over in the studio. He's like, it's hot garbage over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's just, dude, my whole setup right now is is, is a, a travesty. So, you know, I, I apologize for that. But hopefully uh, sometime next week, my, my, my new audio interface setup will be all ironed out and I'll be back to normal. But Yeah, because right, right now it's looking ashy. What's that? I said right now it's real looking real ashy over yeah, there. Yeah, right exactly, now. exactly. It's, it's just all bad, man. I, I blame um, I blame everyone but me. 
Of course. <laughs> let me, uh, like let me he, like story. Yo. Yo, Ken is Brad the, still in the thing? Yo, Ken is the most destructive dude that I know ever. <laughs> yo, Corey, remember that time he broke he broke a bottle of whiskey in the middle of the show? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Can be wilder, yo. It is the truth. Yo, yeah. yo, I don't remember. I don't know if you guys remember this in the chat, but I think it was like probably like twenty episodes ago. Ken got drunk and broke a, a glass of a bottle of whiskey all over his floor. Oh yeah, yeah, that show. was bad. Yo, that <laughs> joint had same, me I think that crying. was the same episode. Was that the episode where he was complaining about NPC Mitty? Yeah, he went on. Yeah, he went on a super wild tirade and broke yo, a bottle of whiskey yo, like he, he went ready. on a drunk. <laughs> yo, and that bottle was completely full too. Like it had like one sip out of it. I was pissed. <laughs> yeah, he went on a drunk rant. Yo, I was then, crying. But, but here's the funny thing. I ain't gonna say that that had any influence over 2.8, but everything he complained about is mm -hmm. fixed in 2.8. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's mad. I keep hearing people saying like, "Oh, stop complaining, stop, com stop complaining." I'm like, "No, stop being complacent." Look, look. No, no matter how much me and Ken fight, I always encourage him getting drunk and ranting because I know we're gonna get some cool like features out of his uh, his drunkenness. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so yeah, like my mess is a hot, uh, my my desk is a hot mess and all, but uh, I just wanted to show that I, I do have it sitting up here right now. I did power it on in case you can't tell. Um, I don't know how how the screen looks from here because uh, it looks fine. It's hard for me to like look at. Looks it. fine. Don't change it. it. Whatever you got going on, yeah, right? fine. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the one. So. um <laughs> Yeah, I put I put some temporary and I was on here. Like again, this is this is a real early prototype, so there's actually some things that are going to change about this. But um like like these are not finalized up here. Um and like underneath the, the feet underneath are not um finalized. And no, I'm not drunk right now. I I'm drinking water over here. Thank you very much. Why not? <laughs> That's the other thing is a lot of people think that like when I go on those rants that I'm drunk, usually those rants are when I'm at my most sober. Because if I'm drunk, I'm just like, hey, it's all cool. But it, I don't know about if I'm that. sober, I'm like, Hold yeah, on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't no? know. Can you, no? you keep telling yourself no, that. I'm not saving that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. So uh, uh R2 work C says, uh, I, I hope it gets better support than Corbot. All I can say about that is um, Corbot support is is far from dead, man. Like he, he's got some stuff in the works for that too. So um, yeah. There's just a, a lot going on there. But um anyway, yeah, so so it's it's sitting up here now and I was just kinda checking it out and seeing how it feels. Um so those one are those, thing I will those say are the dual about concentric this, pots, right? One thing I will say about this is um, as far as like the layout and just ergonomics, how it's shaped and everything, right? When we were talking about portable devices, this is not that. Um, and I don't mean that just from like, a, oh, it's heavy, it's metal, whatever. Like I would not want this to be something that like I threw into a car and just jammed with or whatever because of things like one, if you've got a lot of faders on something like this, that stuff could all get bent if you're just like tossing it, tossing it around, whatever. The way concentric pots are kind of high, like 
they feel great when you're in the studio, but that's not the sort of thing that I would want to just be super portable about. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's, that's what I'll say about that. But man, like the feel of this thing, it's all tight. Like the button, um, tolerance is all real tight, which usually at this stage on prototypes, this is when you find that sort of thing. Like, Oh, it's too wiggly here. Like, you know, this, this button catches on the uh, sheet metal here, that sort of thing. Mm. Um, this thing is all really like tight and it's it's pretty damn sexy, man. I ain't what them pads feel like though? Um, they're they're fairly firm. Um, I had a conversation with Brad right before um, right before I, I spoke to you guys. Uh, there's going to be some changes here, um, but it's more like underneath stuff that that you know what I mean. Like as far as like sensitivity and all that, um, they they just found a way to improve a few things. So you know they're. He's constantly working on improvements, even though he kind of has things all ready to go. He's still working on improvements, um, which is, you know, what, what I hope to see. Yeah. But uh, they're, they feel kind of like fat pads, like NPC fat pads. Like, that's, that's kind of what they feel like. And then where the, um, the LED lighting comes through here, you can actually feel like there's a slight indentation right there. And it, it, it feels like feels like chunky like it doesn't feel like paint or anything like that that's going to get scratched off like it feels okay. chunky what so, the fingerprints um, like like what's the finger because bro my mpc x gets dirty if you look at it well i literally Man, was true like i was just touching on um some hot wings and all before the show but uh, <laughs> i'm not i love that sentence the, the i was just touching on some here, hot wings the type of paint that's on here doesn't really lend itself to like that style of stuff too much um i'm not seeing like i'm touching on it my hands are like you know whatever but i'm not seeing any fingerprints or anything like that obviously if i was to touch the screen I, i'm not gonna go touching the screen because i'm not stupid how about that um but yeah man <laughs> the buttons are all very um like they feel nice man they're, that's they're, good that's that's really good the, uh what about the knobs are those the newer knobs because i know he was waiting on some of those the the ones that yep those so are the, the main ones. ones that he was talking about in the updates are these guys <laughs> these are actually from my system 1m um okay so i have green ones on my system 1m so i i took some the original black ones and put them on here uh because like when he shipped it out to me there, there wasn't anything there and that's just because he's um that's like one of the last last pieces that that's Arriving but he was also it. saying about the the concentric knobs, right? Is that what they call? Yeah, the yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the silver ones and black ones and whatnot of them. Um, the, these are these are the ones that are going to be on there, I do believe, and um, they're nice, man. Like, yeah, yeah, these actually feel really That's good. That's I'm I'm really looking forward to uh, messing with this thing just because just just the layout of it is yep. is kind of dictating how I would approach crazy it. Yeah, too, so. that looks good, man. Yep. That's on point. I'll see if I can hear I'll, I'll give you just a real quick um Uh oh, he's gonna change something. No, no, no. Don't get too don't get too worried, but I'll do this real quick. Um, oh no. There yeah, there we go. I seen some see it a little bit better now. Some right? glitchiness. Actually we'll go like this. Bring it up a little bit. Right about there. And then yeah. Focus that much. Yeah, that's good. Ken, what's the what uh the faders? How much tension is on that fader? They're pretty. They're honestly, they're they're pretty like, pretty light. You can crab scratch on them joints. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like like, 
They feel really close to about where I put my my um my crossfader on my mixer at actually. Okay. Because like I like I like my crossfader on my mixer to to be where if I tap it, it only goes halfway across, and that's about where it feels like. Bro, See? the wor- the worst feeling fader in the world is the one on a two thousand XL. Um, that, that that note variation slider, it feels like it'll break off if you sneeze. It's up. funny because I'll be honest with you, I was actually kind of expecting these to feel more like that, where okay. they're like like a little bit more tense, and but at the same time, like the two thousand XL has that kind of like almost gravelly feel to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, it has like some. It almost some... feels like PCB on PCB, which mm-hmm. which it actually is kind of like it's like a it's like a little metal L. Mm-hmm. And it's just raw PCB right there. Um, so, like, if you take one apart, yeah, they're. But no, this actually feels really good. Very smooth. It looks like it's more smooth, honestly. And it's. Like, it's not wiggly back and forth. Like, here, let's pull this off. Brad's screaming somewhere right now. Yeah, imagine if Ken, like, breaks uh, it live on Yeah, it's live on air. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what, they're on there tight. He Brad know who he was sending it to. Ah, it's not gonna come off. Well, it's not gonna come off right now, so I'll, I'll look at that later. I may have well, to that's actually that's actually that. okay, Ken. That's actually a good thing because yeah. How many times have we seen devices that are missing fader caps on it and all that stuff? Like that means these won't fall off that mm-hmm. easily. It's true. Yo. Okay. Yeah, and what what Logan's saying, talking about like optical faders and whatnot. Yeah, I I agree. Um, you know, that's it's a different use case and whatnot. He's talking about like you know having like a you know like an inner fader or an optical fader in there. Yeah, yeah those things mm-hmm. are going to be you know that's a much higher cost and all that kind of stuff. But no, basically what I would what I'm getting at is like these feel really smooth and. Really nice, actually. Yeah. Also, like, the response the response on the screen is really good. The tolerance is is really tight. Like it's not like, for instance, on the DeepMind Twelve, you can shake your faders and like you feel like it, it's kind of weak there, and you can wiggle it back and forth. Um, that's not how this feels at all. Like if you if you press down on the fader, there's no give. You know. Okay, that's good. So right. so that's pretty dope. Dope, dope. dope. Yeah. That's really dope. Ken, this is exciting, man. I can't wait to it is. B- bother Yeah, I didn't later. want to take over the show with this, but it's nah, but no, you this did. good. No, nah, but you did. Good. But you did. I mean, I think it's good because, you know, I mean, people want to know about the stuff and all the updates make sense and all the updates are, you know, you know how it is when you're waiting on something, every bit of information you can get is good information <laughs> on that piece of, of gear. So this is looking good, man. And now is this close to what the final product is going to be? Well, this is like yeah. the first prototype that's outside of his hands. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, generally speaking, and I'm speaking in just general terms here, usually there's going to be at least some minor, um, you know, minor tweaks and whatnot here and there. So, you know, I wouldn't say, oh, yeah, this is this is 100% there because it's, you know, I'm sure there'll be some very minor tweaks. But, but it looks solid, though, man. That's the thing. Yeah, looks- like, mm-hmm. if this it is indicating, you know, because usually from this stage, you get just a hair better, you know? And from this stage alone, I'm like, yo, this thing is, man, it's it's really solid, and it looks good. Like, it doesn't look like a toy. It doesn't, it doesn't come off as, as you know, 
a, a, a small guy in a garage making it at all. No, it doesn't. It's, it's a professional piece of gear. It looks good. Everything also, about man, it is. That joint, that joint look like it looks, it'll look real good next to that hydrosynth. Yeah. Word. Well, well, I have that right here. Like, I can show you size-wise. Um, matter of fact, let me grab a different one. Hold on. <laughs> Listen to what he's saying. Let me grab Yo, a different hydrosynth. He said, let me grab a different hydrosynth. Like, bro. <laughs> uh, Yo. So this is interesting. I can't show you that one. I got it. Wait, why can't you show us that one, Ken? Yeah, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he only said that just to get that response. No, no, it's just there's there's a a minor difference there that I I just don't want people seeing because then people can start debate and say, oh well. I want this or I want that. No, I feel and, you. You know that's just not the case. I'm hey Benjamin. Hey up. Benjamin Izzo, man, I just ordered that a Geranolog contour. Hold that on, thing. Is, I'm waiting. To, I'm waiting to test that joint out too, man. I'm excited. Oh, so it's about, about that. the same width. That's what I'm trying to show you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's nice. I'm kind of seeing that on a stand. They actually kind of are the same like width. That. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So hold on. Let me uh angle this up. But Ken got them wood cheeks on it though. Yeah. yeah, I got I got wood cheeks on this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, that looks fire together. That really does. That's crazy. Well, <laughs> that's dope. I know. I know the. Uh, that's gotta happen like that. That's gotta happen. Right? Yeah, Ken. That 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 looks that looks like a dope console right there. Really? Yeah, does, it kind of right? does, right? Yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. But yeah, nice. I usually sit sit the the desktop sits right up above here so that I can do poly chaining and. Ken, why your stuff is showing like that? Hang on. All your all your camera settings are on the screen like we're doing like some special uh espionage episode where they try uh, to yeah, make sorry it. About that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Look at this even more. Just today <laughs> no, don't worry day, about okay? it. Don't worry about it. We're gonna go back to the, <laughs> <There>. the <day>. <laughs> <laughs> Today's that day, all right? So, so yo, okay, we're gonna we, we also want to be able to talk about the other. There's one other thing, or maybe two other things we want to talk about, and I'm glad we got that in. I'm gonna redo the art image and the title yo, to make sure we put the S2400 on here. And little kids can't dip that again. But yeah, I'm, I'm here. I'm just I'm just adjusting my camera. There's other things in the studio. Oh man. <laughs> so yo, how about that monopoly? Corey, you know how I feel about the monopoly. I've been talking about that for years with you, man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yo, that gotta be got. Yeah, I need that joint. Yeah. And, um, oh, jeez, I need that joint. And you know why? Because I don't want to get an old monopoly mm-hmm. that has to have maintenance done on it and craps out on me because parts aren't available anymore. If this joint breaks, I'm not gonna be that mad. Yeah, and I'm thinking it's probably gonna be about the same price point as the the Poly D because it mm-hmm. looks like it's the same form factor and all of that stuff. I don't yeah. think they necessarily talked about a price point yet, but yo, Model Poly is one of those things that I've wanted for years, but I think I kind of became aware of them a little too late when the prices were already skyrocketing, 
and I don't want to pay what they're asking people to pay. And then two, I don't want to deal with what maintenance and stuff. I got lucky with my JX3P that I got one in mint condition with an editor and all of that. And somebody had refurbished it and got it all together. But um, yeah, in this case, you can grab this monopoly and do damage. I mean, and, and it's a nice format and yo, it's actually pretty dope. And I've heard that those poly Ds, the construction, I've heard the construction is pretty solid. Hey, yo, Shazam mentioned this. He's like, I'm getting that Monopoly. I love it on my iPad. So that's part of one of the reasons that I fell in love with the Monopoly because it's probably my most used app in the iPad. And before that, I was using it in Reason as a rack extension mm -hmm. for a long time. And I just fell in love with that sound. And I'm like, man, if I can get my hands on a real one, I'm going to. And the fact that Behringer is making it accessible is really, really, really dope. Yeah. That's true. The accessibility aspect of it is super dope. Um, and I'm actually glad that they decided to do this one like a keyboard rather than like a, a, a desktop sense. But obviously it's it's mm -hmm. paraphonic. So, you know, there's that. Um, you know, it's can, interesting. Can bring, hey, let Go me just bring this up because I, I want to get you guys opinion on this. Um, how spoiled are we? Because super. I kind of looked at it and... I actually wanted a Monopoly for a while, and by the time this thing is like ready to go, I'm kind of bored by it, to be honest with you. Um, I'm like, yeah, I guess it's cool that it's that it's happening and all, but I'm kind of bored. Like, I'm kind of just like, man, I want to see. They they did the Deep Mind Twelve, which I think is is pretty awesome, and I'm like, I want to see a successor to that now. Like like, dude, keep going that I route. I get where like, you're coming from. No, I get no, where you're we saying. all like, we all want to see that. I know I want to see that because, mm -hmm. but I think, I'm not trying to knock knock this so much. No, I get exactly saying, where like, you're yo, it's from. crazy that we're like getting this spoiled with the with the analog resurgence and and all that you know the clone wars is, is kind of like that sort of deal yeah. but yeah it would be nice to see them make more sort of uh original or at least more inspired derivatives well than... the thing is we have new synths out like we have mm -hmm. stuff like That's true like peak and we have mm -hmm. stuff like summit hydra. and hydra synth and Yo, even some of the crazy ass stuff that soma labs is putting out like those drone machines or those crazy Pulsar. ass drum machines yeah they're, mm -hmm. they're, they're, people are making new stuff the problem yeah. is again it's one of those things where if when music culture dictates what products are made you know we have this whole resurgence of synth wave and all this stuff that's coming out so a lot of companies are making stuff that goes along they cater to that the genres that are being made which i understand but again the forward-thinking companies are not making stuff based on what people are making right now they are making stuff based on what they want to be made mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what's really important that's why we're not seeing a lot of innovation because people are too busy competing with one another does it look a bit small to you guys yeah yeah it's not it's not a huge joint it it's looks like smaller the, than the poly day you think it looks small i think it's the same exact it, it might just be it might just be the 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 look the camera angles and all that but even in the pictures like i was looking i was like man it, it for some reason it it just looks small to me, and I don't know why. Yeah. Like... It does look kind of small. Honestly, Ken, here's here's another thing that I've been meaning to talk to you about. Like, man, we need some true polyphony out in these streets. Yeah. yeah. 
Like we need. Well, that's where the that's where the DeepMind Twelve was winning because it was like, yo, not only were you getting a new analog polysynth, but you were getting it for dirt cheap, and it had a ton of voices and effects. Yeah, man, we we need some true. Whatever happened to the DeepMind? Do you feel like it faded away somehow? Now we know we know now we know what happened to it, Corey. You know, well, we can speak a little bit on on not just not just the underbelly side of it, but like Mm -hmm. so so on the on the surface level, we could also talk about the fact that. They're trying to push out all these different synths and products right so fast that mm-hmm. they're they're trying to flush out their warehouse. So they dropped the yeah, price dropped point the price of, mad, of it and yeah. undercut used prices of it. Mm-hmm. Which you know, I know I know that irritated a lot of people, but at the same time, it's like, well, what did you expect? You bought you bought a synth for dirt cheap to begin with, mm-hmm. but so but then it, there's like this public perception where people who don't know pretend like they know. And then they're like, oh, it's because it's not selling or it's because of this or because it's like, no, they're just trying to put out like 30 cents all at once. Whatever. That's it. They so literally... there's that level of it. And yep. then there's the other level of it where you can read like the Glassdoor reviews and whatnot. And if you follow the industry, they lost that team. Like that whole mm-hmm. Midas team, aside from like one or two guys, quit. Mm-hmm. Like they're all gone. Like their main engineer, their main DSP guy, and their their main analog guy, all that stuff, they're all gone. That dude, um, the dude that made that felt that analog filter for the neutron, he left. Yeah, like, damn, that's crazy. And they made a big deal about that. Like all those all those great engineers that were doing the the A list work for him, that were like really kind of doing the cool stuff. Man, those guys left, and it's like that's scary because. That's what was doing the turnaround. You know what I mean? That's what was. There was know, a lot of bought, great talent. Yeah, that was a lot of great talent. So with my a lot question of great is device. this, right? If you buy, if you're a big company like In Music, like Music Tribe, like whatever, right? And you buy all these other brands, like what they've done, because um, that's another thing that another topic that we didn't even get into, like In Music buying Stanton turntables. Oh yeah, that's we huge talk about too. That. Yeah, that's but, huge. So so you have like uh like uh. What is it? Music Tribe bought TC Electronic, bought Midas, bought Clark Technic, all that stuff, right? But then if the engineers who built those companies start leaving, right, you might be left with the IP, but the brilliant minds who made that stuff happen, if they're gone, do you really still have that company? Like, do you still really have what it is that you bought, you know? So mm-hmm. that kind of makes me a, a bit worried about the future of, of what we're going to see because. For instance, Rob Belcom, the guy who was like, you know, the main DSP guy and, and, and engineer behind what was going on with the DeepMind 12, he left, you know, who's going to fill his shoes and his level of experience, you know, I, I had a conversation with somebody on Facebook the other day and they were like, oh, you don't think that like, there's just a million other engineers waiting to take that place. And my thought is not really because not, not at that level. <laughs> Not at that level. Yeah. You might have a million engineers wanting to take that place, but they ain't at that level. They ain't at the ain't head him. engineer of Midas level. Yeah. You know? yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, they, they And because that. of that, it'll take years to get back to a point like that, right? So, you know, to get to that level of, of skill and expertise. And, and people are asking, like, do you know why they left this, that, and the third? Like, they've made their thoughts fairly known, I'm pretty sure. But I'm not going to get into anything specific on the underside of any of that kind of stuff. Just for... I, I, I'm not trying to deal with that. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to do all I'm talking is public information that's out there. Yeah. Well, so yeah, that's so I was gonna put up on the screen, but I can't find a decent enough image because it's not a real product yet. Are you talking about that no, jam? The jam. Yeah, native um, put that out. Native put said? out the jam. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No they doubt. even stole the name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just uh, reading a comment, but you're right. It is so it's funny. That's the thing that I think annoys people about a company like Behringer, or or at least this. I can't never I can't put a finger on is are they serious about the jam? Is that something that they really want to do? Why does it look so much like the MPC one? And why is the name the same as a product that native instruments already put out? You know I what think I mean? That that's like, all telltale signs that this is not an actual product happening right now. Like, yeah, because I can't tell if they're trolling us or if that's real business. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. the, the, there's a lot of telltale signs about this that to me scream this thing is nowhere near production. Mm hmm. Like just like on a on a level of like years. So and I could be wrong, like I'm not I'm not involved with that, but I'm just saying for me personally, like I look at it and I'm like the, there's ergonomic aspects of that thing too that like just like we talked about with the live and again this could just be hey this is how they chose to do it just like the mm -hmm. live would chose to do certain weird things. Mm -hmm. But there's ergonomic aspects of that that kind of like irk the living hell out of me. And they apparently have um, they have that Facebook group, and people are just throwing up whatever Photoshop they make, and they're like, "Oh, make this, make this!" And man, the every single design I've seen on that group is just like it's absolutely ridiculous. lacks common sense. <laughs> is the best way that I can put it. Like, how can you be that good at Photoshop, but like throw things like? You know, faders and in front of pads and this, that, and they just like, yo, I want 75 faders on my drum machine. Like, bro. Yeah, I saw one, I saw one mock up somebody did where it was two APC 40s on either side of a big ass screen with with pads at the yeah. bottom. And it was like, what, what are they? What? Well, this is a cartoon group now at this point. The other thing that we have to really point a finger at and say, hey, this is a telltale sign is when did they do this? They did this on the day that the live MK2 was announced, right? This has become their MO for like the past few things, major products that have come out. They've done exactly this. Like they, mm. they announced something that could come out at some point. Who knows? But like they, they, they dropped the information right then to try to steal people's thunder. And what's messed up about that is it doesn't benefit Behringer to do that. Like they don't have a product else, yeah. to sell in that place. All mm -hmm. it does is hurt the other companies. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's, that scares me on the level of like, Oh, well now you're just trying to bully the industry. Like you're trying to try and well, yeah, you're, 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 you're just trying to, to <laughs> essentially they, they hurt other it. people's sales and other people's yeah. businesses. And mm -hmm. I'm all for affordable products for real. My issue is more like, yo, let everybody eat, you yeah. know? Man, I don't know. I don't know, man. I just be getting upset whenever I see this conversation go on because the reality is there's nothing new under the sun. It's just about who makes it better workflow. So I'm just mm -hmm. waiting for that workflow to be better. Like, 
and for us to have like forward thinking like features because still none of this stuff is forward thinking yet so and that, that brings to mind a statement when i interviewed roger lynn for b-boy tech report in like 2013 or something like that uh, it was a written interview um he mentioned i said yo what do you think about at that point i think the either the wren yeah the wren was out and then i was like yo what do you think and that was sort of revolutionary to think that akai was doing a, a hybrid controller nobody was really doing that the idea of having a controller like machine was one thing but then to have it be hybrid where it could be oh it wasn't standalone yet it was hybrid so it was kind of still like a big step for akai and i asked him what he thought about it he's like oh well i mean Okay, but it doesn't sound like uh, it just sounds like they shuffled the chairs on the deck. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like they've changed a whole lot. They just kind of shuffled the chairs around on the deck. But it's kind of like you're saying, nothing new under the sun, and it's well, still and workflow has improved tremendously. No, workflow has improved, but here's the thing I still don't understand why none of these samplers have a granular mode in it. Mm -hmm. you're well, right. and that gets back to the whole NPC, <laughs> like having start and endpoint and and loop point modulation and all that kind of stuff like these are all those forward-thinking mm -hmm. ideas that guys like us we all want but you know they're they're kind of fresh ideas that i think a lot of the companies struggle with implementation of, of a lot of that stuff also the playground right now is apps because yeah. you can you can absolutely you can create a lot of these ideas in apps and be like okay this is a reality we can actually implement this in something and, and what's that, cool about the apps is like, especially if you have an iPad Pro, those things are like the size of a real desktop unit. So like mm -hmm. you can even toy with like actual UI design of how somebody's hands are going to lay, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what, you know, even though like I always bring this, bring this up jokingly, me and Ken fight, but these are the things we fight about because we're passionate about like, yo, Absolutely. we need to see. We need to see forward thinking ideas. Like we talk about physical modeling a lot. We talk about granular a lot. These are these are going to be the sound of, you know, 2030 and 2040. All these sound all, the, 10 years from now, we need to be advanced with mm -hmm. this sort of stuff. You know what else is something that people don't talk about a lot? And I was doing research on this the other day. Can you remember the Nord micro modular? Yeah. Yeah. And the Stop. modular um, uh, modular. What was it? The M or G2? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So systems like that are crazy. Yeah, well, systems like that, systems like um, the Arturia Origin, yes. uh, systems, you know, and, and when we see things like, um, what's the one from Yuhi? Um, Diva. Oh, so Diva. we see like Diva and we see, um, you know, pigments and that sort of thing happening and system system eight happens. Yes. And we're all just like, well. Why, why aren't like so you're modeling all this stuff why not give us the option to change a juno filter with you know a mini moog and you know this that and the third and man because because the technology is so much better now to where that stuff can, is before it can when it was like a little rough around the edges now it's like that stuff can be fleshed out and so beautiful and you see things like the quantum where you have an almost ios app Mm -hmm. running as as your ui mm -hmm. right there on that screen and i mean there, there's a lot of interesting ways that this stuff can be taken you know can i also just say officially to every single company in the world can you stop using micro usb on things i think people are starting to get to get onto that now yeah because you'll notice like the uh the arteria stuff doesn't use it anymore mm -hmm. like it, it seems like yeah that yeah i agree like oh 
somebody we keep mentioning Nords, but like Nord drum is still something that like is incredible. Yeah. Oh, plus, plus USB C is about the too. same size as that micro, and it's a way better yeah. connector. It's so. a way better connector, and it's way like um, insane. Oh, what also, is this? Um, what is this? This Nord VST that that Benjamin was talking about. Mm-hmm. Is he talking? He's he's talking about a new Nord VST, or is Wait. he talking about the old one? I think it's got to be the, something old. Is it new? I something? think he's talking about the old joint. Oh, okay. I I got all excited when I saw that. I was like, "Yo, is there a new?" Like, oh, <laughs> Ken, I was like, "Oh shit!" Ken Corey, remember the other day that I was I was telling you about like why I wanted the ES9 so bad. So check mm-hmm. this out. Uh, VCV Rack has a a plug-in holster. Um, where yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a module that you can load any VST into and then use that as a Eurorack module. And what's cool is like, man, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to, like being able to use my Sound Toys plugin as a module in my Eurorack that I could just like do crazy stuff with. That's, that's, that's off, it's kind of off topic, but I just thought about it thinking about forward thinking stuff. Mm. We should a, look into that. I'd like to kind of dig into that conversation a little more because that actually is pretty dope. There's another thing that's kind of forward thinking, which is the Elk platform. Have you guys read yeah, about that? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really that's really yep. crazy because that's letting a lot of these plugin developers make hardware and it'll be unifiable too. So So that got me excited when I saw it at NAM. I was like, "Whoa. This guy had a he had a Reason rack extension built into a Eurorack module." And I was yep. like, okay, that's the future right there. That's what we need. And it's also going to make it easier for people to develop stuff because you, you better can... be careful. Like Paul Schreiber is somewhere like wanting to bite your face off. I right know, now. but Paul, Paul knows, Paul knows that I, I really respect everything that he does. And I think he's brilliant, but Paul's been saying for years, he's like, the future of your rack is just going to be an iPad in there. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, well, basically. <laughs> I mean, I remember, I remember a while back, the first one that was really like that was Sam. When, when I saw at Nam, Sam Botstein showed that, um, he had that emperor and it was yeah. like a PC in a module. And that thing was That's great. Cool. And then, and then come, you know, fast forward, we got the ER 301. We've yeah. got the Percussa SSP, mm-hmm. um, and there's there's another one that's doing that now. We need too. that micro Percussa SSP, and you got there. like the Zoya. What's the Zoya Eurorack joint? Oh, and uh, Euro Bureau. Euro Bureau. I want that. <laughs> yeah, no, somebody help we, me get right. one of those. No, we all do. We all <laughs> need it. that joint. Yeah, that thing looks dope. I, I'm but, planning on selling my Zoya right before the Euro Bureau comes out, like just like. Boom. All right. I'm ready to get that. You're a bro. I'll joint. probably be buying a, a Zoya then because I still like guitar pedals too. I'll sell you my Zoya. Yeah. I'll steal it. Nah, chill. I know where you live. <laughs> He'll literally advertise his burglary plan. I know, right? He's like, he's like just letting you know I'm going to rob you. I'm oh, by the way, uh, disclaimer in case anybody <laughs> wants to try to sue us or anything. Everything that we say in this show is is false and fictitious. Yeah, it is. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> no doubt. Hey, you know, we only speak on public stuff. So there. Yeah. It's, it's, well, yeah, but I've seen frivolous lawsuits from, from other people before. So. Um, oh, yeah. So this is uh, fictional. We're, we're yeah. all doing fictional. This is sat- satirical show about music technology so hey hey i do i do want to actually kind of talk real quick about that whole stanton thing because it there's there's a lot of deeper aspects about that because i've been thinking about it all week like it's just got my head spinning so in music 
which is also Newmark, which mm-hmm. is also Denon, which is mm-hmm. also Akai, right? Mm-hmm. Bought Stanton. And Elisis and all that. So, Newmark. yeah. So they own Stanton now, which mm-hmm. there's a few few mes- methods of thought about that. So Jack O'Donnell, head of head of in music, right, used to work at Stanton. So they build it as like, a, oh, he's bringing these teammates back into the fold. But it could also be an FU. We don't know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, the other side of it is, dude, they're cornering the turntable market in, yes. in a major way by doing this. So now, really, you know, you have what? Uh, Pioneer um, competing against it. And, you know, Technics isn't really back back you know what i mean so it, it, yeah, it's really crazy it but Can, the other thing is is that you remember stanton is the one who developed um tractor like before tractor split off and went native instruments yeah it was final scratch right and then you also have denon had um what is it um decadence no that's stanton that's oh stanton. yeah oh, oh that's them also yeah yeah and so then stanton, you also have yeah. torque mm-hmm. so they've got three Digital vinyl platforms now. I'm old head, so digital DVS systems, right? Um, but it's kind of crazy to see that they're doing all that. Plus, it could also be their cartridges. Like, yeah. there's a lot that goes into Stanton. Like, Stanton actually made some pretty nice turntables, too. Like, I don't well, know if you yeah, ever they, use no, like, they, the 180s they make some, or anything yeah, like they that. They some really, really good stuff. Yeah, they made some good turntables. Like, I actually... Um, had better experiences with the Stanton turntables than I did the Newmark because I had the high-end Newmark ones. Uh, the what was it? The X, the X joint. Hey Ken, so check this out. I went on Stanton's website right now, and uh-huh. I went to the turntable section, and it gives me the 404 not found. Uh, they took it down. Just the mm. turntable page. Wow. Everything else is so still available. Go. So, so then it's you got to wonder: Are they going to rebrand those turntables as Denons? Like, maybe. But the thing you know? is that now that they have all this stuff, like who knows, the time stretch engine in Decadence might be better than it is in other things. So they might they might go and grab that algorithm or whatever, sure. you know. So there's buying a company doesn't just mean, you know, oh, now we're going to get turntables. It's about the research that that company has. Yeah, and that's like, the and, IP. And, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm like, yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, I'm waiting to hear one day somebody buys Serato, because then that means they're gonna have that time stretch algorithm. And if you think about who owned <laughs> that, Stanton before, I need that. <laughs> and if you think about who owned Stanton before, it was Gibson, right? Yeah. Which Gibson also owns KRK. You know, yeah, but KRK we saw. We, yeah, and Gibson's recently... had a host of issues, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the recent future. So it makes you wonder, like. It, is Gibson like trying to slim down and just just do the guitar thing, or are they still going to be doing the pro audio stuff? Like, what's happening there? It's like, like there's that story has like a lot of wide reaching effects that that yeah, kind of yeah. has me just like looking around crazy. Yo, to all the people that's watching right now, be sure to follow everybody that's on the panel here. Yes, uh, hit that like button, uh, subscribe and share. Spread the word about the show because um, that's you know, actually we're gonna keep bringing you really, really heavy content and just stuff that you know is probably not out there everywhere. Even though there's a lot of different streams and stuff, just make sure to support us by uh, liking, sharing, and subscribing so yes. we can grow this this community and this network and uh, keep doing what we do. You'll get also, the Rona if you don't share. I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> each of this is a different kind of virus: the computer virus and the actual oh, human virus. <laughs> so, so, somebody, somebody said, "Hey, do you still release some um, YouTube tracks?" I don't know because YouTube don't really pay that well, so I think I might just do it somewhere else. Because I've been doing money. these little, little tiny releases on Instagram lately. I'm, I'm building towards something. I, I got, yo, Benjamin. You know I got that heat, so I'm. I might do. You, you do know, got that heat. I'm, I might do something on YouTube. I'm just trying to figure out how to do it the right way. That's going to benefit me and my family. Cause dude, it just needs to all be Wheezy. Oh, dude. I got ideas. Wheezy needs to cut that album. Well, it's going to be silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be snoring. You know, yo, you know, my. Snoring on the couch. You know, my dog doesn't bark. He just At doesn't all. bark. He doesn't bark. What did you. How did you mutilate that dog? That is not okay. He's been like that since like day one. He's he like, oh, bark. he's in the studio. I got to be quiet. Yeah, he he was born a studio dog, so that's what's really dope. Yeah, um, so yo, um, we we ran long today, but it was a good conversation, and and uh, I like everything we did. But before we get out, I want to show uh, this thing. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! So today. New York Modular Society is doing uh, the first of its kind. I don't think there's been things out here. So you all might remember maybe a month or two ago. I don't even know. It was a few weeks back. Um, the We had the Synth Society Summit, and it was kind of like a virtual conference. I don't recall seeing things like that before. So I'm really proud of that, that we got plans to do some, some other things similar to that. And right after the Sense Society uh, Summit that we did, the official after party was actually put on by New York Modular Society and they did like on their Twitch channel live performances. And I think that eventually spawned into this New York Modular Society presents Signals and it's basically a virtual electronic music festival sponsored by expert sleepers and make noise. And there's probably a few others, but yeah, this is going to be on Twitch TV slash New York modular society. And it's got all of these uh, really dope uh, electronic modular artists. And one thing I'm really proud of, like you got people like uh Daedalus is a heavy hitter and all these other people on here, really heavy hitters. And, but what I really am proud of with this and what I'm excited about is that there's quite a few of our ModBap family on there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you get a chance to kind of check out this this sort of, uh, like, it's just going to be a variety of genres there, and ModBap is going to be well represented. Mm -hmm. So this starts today at 4 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, it just started uh, an hour ago. All right, so we got to get the whole hell out of here because I've got to be performing here shortly. <laughs> and I just wanted to say, like, yo, check this out. Go over to Twitch on the uh, New York Modular Society's page and uh, enjoy some live music. And, uh, yo, we're going we gonna to be on there doing our thing. And I got to get my set together, so I got to get the whole hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, All right. thanks for joining in today. Appreciate you guys. At I Flux three hundred two on Instagram. At Daniel Steel Music at Instagram. What up? All right. Let's and go. Uh, B Boy Tech Report. Peace. Peace.